What's up, Fire Dogs? Welcome to Coffee Break. This is episode number three. Today, I talk with Chris Lapardi. He's stationed at Mountain Home Air Force Base in Idaho. Today, we talk about resiliency and taking care of airmen. My name's Chris Lapardi. Uh, been in the Air Force going on 19 years now. Been in fire protection the whole time. And uh, been all over the place. Little Rock, did a little stint down at Goodfellow. Went to Isleson, Eglin, back to Isleson, and now I'm here at Mountain Home. Uh, and I've been married to my wife for 15 years and we've got four boys and it's just been an awesome ride. So, and, um, yeah, I just want to talk about resiliency just because like you said, I've had a lot of adversity this year specifically in terms of what's been happening in my life. Um, probably around March timeframe, I, uh, I got really sick with the flu and, um, of course, when I got sick with the flu, that's of course when all the COVID scare was going on. And, uh, so it was just utter craziness. And, um, with the flu, I ended up developing pneumonia. So they thought I had COVID, of course. So that was a big scare. And then during that time frame, my, uh, three-year-old son broke his femur. Um, so if anyone's ever dealt with a broken femur with a child, it's like having a newborn baby again, you have to do everything for them again. So still dealing with pneumonia. My son broke his femur. And then, uh, sadly, unfortunately, about a month and a half ago, my, my third son passed away from uh, an illness unexpectedly. It was one Saturday was fine. And by the next Saturday he was, he had passed. So it was, uh, it was really hard. It still is hard every single day. It's really, you know, devastating, but I've really had to use that, you know, resiliency training <laughs> as weird as it sounds from the air force to help me survive and get through it every single day. I mean, I can't imagine even having one of those things happen. Yeah. It's, you know, we kept thinking, Oh, this one is done. And oh, now we got the next one and then the next one. And it was just, um, you know, it was, it was really difficult, but, uh, you know, the resiliency in those four pillars that the air force always talks about, the, the mental strength, spiritual, physical, and social, um, you know, I had to really lean on all of those during this year, uh, to, to get us through this, to get my family through this, to get myself through this. And, uh, you know, resiliency seems to be a buzzword all the time, you know, in the air force and, I actually had to put it to play for the first time in my whole career where I actually had to think, whoa, do I have all these four pillars down and they're going to be able to get me through this really horrible time? And, mm -hmm. uh, they really have, they, you know, I've, uh, I've used, the uh, the mental pillar in terms of, you know, I've gone to mental health. I've had to go to mental health, you know, having such a traumatic loss like that, there, it was impossible to not to, and they've really helped me out a lot. Um, you know, finding spiritual strength. Uh, I'm a religious person. I I lean down the chapel services here in Mountain Home, and they really helped me out a lot uh, during this difficult time. Uh, physical strength for the people that know me. I, I like to run. I run a lot. I was actually training for a marathon before uh, before I ended up getting the flu and then pneumonia. So it really threw a, a wrench in there. But that that physical strength and that physical pillar um, really helped me get back into a good mindset now. As a, you know, I kind of dedicate each one of my runs to my past on and share a memory of them every time I run. There you go. And then, uh, you know, the social and the family, that's probably been one of the biggest things because, you know, our fire dog family in the Air Force is, you know, you always hear about it, that everyone's there to help you when you need it. But it's not until you actually, when you actually need it, that 
you realize how important that family is and how everyone really comes to, to help you out. And, uh, you know, I had all my departments, there wasn't a single department where people didn't contact me from my past to reach out, to try to help. And, uh, you know, just having their support and their love and talking, um, talking to them, it, it really helped me keep that strong mindset that whole time. So it, it plays a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you've handled it incredibly well just in talking to you now. And I know that you probably went through some really dark and difficult times and it's really impressive that uh, you're even sitting here and talking to me. Honestly, if any one of those things happened to me, I don't know how well I would have taken it personally. What What do you think if you had to pick one of those things um, in terms of resiliency, what do you think worked the best or something that was at the forefront of your mind, like the whole time, you know, it's really got to be like the social and your family. Like, you know, the fire dog family was there for me the whole time. And, you know, uh, chief master Sergeant Kruger here at mountain home. He was awesome. He helped me every step of the way. Chief Morris, chief Wagner, they all reached out to me and I've only met them, you know, a handful of times they don't know me mm-hmm. personally, but they still reached out to me and made an effort. And that meant a lot to me actually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, having those strong bonds with our fire dog family all across our career field, it's, it's played a huge dividends in, in my healing. And I'm not going to try and say that I'm, I'm good to go. Cause I'm not, you know, I have a long road ahead of me. My family oh, yeah. does. Um, but I feel like we're in the right mindset to get where we need to be one day. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not an easy task, but it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not happy about it, but I. It's a good lesson never, for you. Don't get to choose the cards you're dealt. Right, it's a good lesson for. It's a good thing for a guy like me to hear, or I think for people in general to hear these stories like this and realize how important your social network is, and especially your coworkers and how you treat them matters, and uh, those relationships you build they sure. do they do actually matter, you know, and whether or not you're passionate about the job or you're passionate about being the air force, man, it's important, important to have these relationships and to have these people to lean on, especially in circumstances like what you encountered. Yeah. You know, I mean, I agree. And I I can't, I can't talk highly enough about mountain home here. Like the department's been amazing. They were with me every step of the way. They never let me do this alone, which really helped out a lot. How do you think it's translated into the way that you lead as a master sergeant? You know, for me, probably my whole career, ever since I became a staff sergeant, you know, uh, I won't say I've been in a long time, but I'm coming up on 19 years. And when I first joined, I remember a lot of guys getting yelled at all the time, being kind of not treated the best in our career field uh, as young airmen. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just always told myself I was never going to be one of those NCOs or senior NCOs. And uh, so when it comes to taking care of airmen, my thought processes. I treat my airmen like I'm their parent, kind of. There's times you got to be hard, but there's times you got to show love and care and show them that you're there for them no matter what. Uh, So, um, you know, building that trust, having those open conversations that are sometimes difficult, but they need to hear, but in a respectful manner. uh, Those are very important things. Being in their business, you know, when you're a parent and you have kids, you want to know everything that they're doing. So, you know, when shifts over and your airmen are going home, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, what are you up today? What are you doing today? Uh, 
staying out of trouble, right? Just kind of those kinds of things can really help um, stop something bad from happening before it even does. Uh, you can save yourself a lot of heartache in the long run by just asking those questions. Yeah. Well, you're, you're certainly not doing any favors to people that you you are too friendly with, right? So you'll see that exactly. sometimes where, you know, you, you are a leader. You, you can be their friend. And I, I think that you can be, you know, you can, you can be, you can be a leader and you could be a friend too. You can be somebody sure. that they lean on, but you have an obligation to, to challenge them. Exactly. And, and, and to question them and make them become better people, right. Or better yep. firefighters or better airmen or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Pushing them out of their comfort zone, the saying, "Hey, man, you're on shift. There's a professional org meeting. You're gonna go. We got the man. Yeah. Go ahead and go." Yeah. Uh, you know those little things. I think the biggest thing is you know treating our airmen like, uh, you know, like they're your family because they are your family. And you know, I think what helped me during my difficult time was as I always treated people like they were family. So when this happened to me my family did come and help me. You know, my fire dog family was there for me because I had had, uh, established those bonds with so many people. And, uh, you know, yeah, you built your capital. Exactly. If we do that for our airmen when they're really young and showing them, Hey, we're here for you and taking care of them, they're going to be there for us too. They're going to help us out when we need them. I think like you brought up a good point that, you know, being an NCO or senior NCO that, you can still treat them with respect and be their friend, but there is a time when, you know, there's a line that can't be crossed and you have to take care of business. And um, that's part of my whole concept of being a parent, right? When you're a parent, you love your kids. You want to take care of them. You want nothing but the best for them. But at the same sense, you're not going to let them get away with stuff that they shouldn't. Um, You're pushing them in the right direction to be successful in their life. And that's the way a lot of people should look at, you know, taking care of your airmen. You want to push them to have the best career possible uh, and just be a good person overall. Yeah. And, and when you challenge them and you, when you're not too friendly with them, I mean, you're, that's in their best interest, you know, learning that is something oh, that is. I found pretty difficult to do. It's something that takes a lot of time and some people got it and some people don't. That's, that's another thing that I've noticed. You know, I'm still learning myself. I think you're right. You know? I think the hardest, the hardest to, you know, is for a brand new staff sergeant on the floor that was just a senior airman a week ago, and now they're a staff sergeant, and they have to kind of, you know, change their mindset. That that could be really difficult for a lot of people. Like, hey, now I'm I'm the staff sergeant. I'm not your senior airman friend anymore. And, uh, you know, that doesn't mean you can't still have fun and hang out and talk to them, but there is got to be that line and. You know, trying to go into it with that parent mindset, uh, you know, just another way to look at it for when it comes to making decisions and helping your airmen out in the future. It's like, hey, kind of help them out. But at the same sense, uh, there's times I'm going to push you to your limit and uh, it's for your best interest. Well, Chris, I, uh, I really do appreciate you taking the time and, and telling us, sharing with us your, your story. I know you, uh, we didn't get too much into it, but uh, I really do appreciate it. Cause I, I think, I think story, people need to hear things like this, you know, to put things in perspective and, um, you know, it help us, helps us remember what's important. And so I, I really do appreciate you 
you sharing that, man. And very sorry about your loss and, and the things you went through, but I only wish the best for you, you know, seriously, please reach out to me if, if you need anything, you know, I, I know I'm sure a lot of people have told you that, but I'm, I'm another guy that's there for you. I know you don't know me well, but um, I'm there for you, brother. And, and thanks a lot yeah, for, no, I, for talking I, with me. Really appreciate it, Matt. I love what you're doing with the show and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you very much for allowing me to be on this program. No problem, brother. My pleasure. 